Welcome back to the Bet Bros Podcast. Today we have a special guest who plays in nets for the Minnesota Gophers and has had an amazing season so far with a 1.56 goals against average as well as a .941 save percentage. He's a contender for the Hobie Baker Award, Mike Richter Award, and is the Carolina Hurricanes draft pick. We're happy to welcome the best goalie in all of college hockey, Jack LaFontaine. Well, I wouldn't go that far, but let's take the <laughs> intro. Uh, what's up, guys? How you doing? Doing good. Good. Yeah. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah no problem. Yeah, on. thanks for coming on. It means a lot. We're super excited to have you. How long have you guys been doing this for? Like a uh, month or so? I don't Literally like a month. Yeah. Nice. We, a month, but we, we're trying to do like three episodes a week. We've been, you know, messaging like a lot of people trying to get them on, just trying to get a bunch of interviews and stuff. But yeah, not very long. Uh, have you guys gotten anyone else besides myself or what? Yeah, uh, we, we yeah. had the uh, we had the cell announcer from like NHL 21. And then we we actually had one of your old teammates on like a couple of days ago, Ryan Sandlin. Yeah, I know Sandy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah, we just had him on and then uh well, Michael. Oh, yeah, yeah, we had Michael Russo. Yeah. And then we had uh Michael, Wait, Michael Russo, the guy that works with the athletic, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. you guys are getting some big names that's kind of cool <laughs> yeah i know that was huge i was like yeah. i was so surprised when he responded i'm like holy shit i was surprised when you responded. yeah you too <laughs> uh i'm like i'm so bad with like social media so like i like my biggest pet peeve on my phone is like when i see like notifications and stuff so like i turn everything off so like if you like dm me or like if you even text me like i probably won't see it for like a day or so really i'm so I'm so bad with my phone. Like, that's one of my biggest pet peeves is, like, seeing that, like, red number sign, like, beside an app. Like, I hate it so much. I'm kind of like that, too. That's how I'm with, like, my texts. Like, I just – I have to read it. I hate it. That's not Uh, me. I literally have, like, (laughs) 200 messages. I just don't open it at all. Especially with, like, Snapchat, too, because there will be – sometimes I'll get messages and I'll be like, I really don't want to open that. But then, like, I hate this, like, notification. I got to get rid of it. Yeah, Yeah, exactly, exactly. True. But uh, all right. Well, then we'll get right into it. I'm going to ask you some career based questions uh, and start it with. Could you tell us a little bit about give us like a day in the life of how like a normal day goes when you guys have like a game day or something like that? Yeah, I mean, I guess it's a little bit different this year as far as COVID. So as far as it goes, like you'll wake up um, for like a Friday game. And if it's at seven o'clock, you get up around nine thirty and you go straight to COVID testing. Um, So you go there, you know, get a nose swab up your nostril, and uh, you get it, like, back in, like, 15 seconds. Not, pardon me, not 15 seconds, 15 minutes. And, you know, if you're clear, you're good. If you're not, um, you have to retest again. Hopefully you're clear by tonight, but knock on wood, we've been pretty good with that so far. Um, And then after that, it's usually straight to morning skate. morning skate to and then guys have like all their other routines like I personally like to ice bath after some guys like to do a lot of stretching and uh you know if we're on the road then it's probably back to the hotel for food or if we're at our rink then it's probably you know we get all our meals catered to us which is like huge obviously and uh then a lot of the boys are napping like I'm a big napper so I'll nap for like three to two hours and then some guys will game um and other guys will just do you know whatever they need to do but everyone's pretty specific in what they want to do and 
Um, then the fun part, obviously, is coming to the rink. You know, obviously, the anxiety of game day is, you know, it all leads up to that point when you step in the rink and, you know, you get into your routine and you kind of just let uh, your routine take over. And, you know, as soon as the puck drops, you're ready to go at that point. Yeah. Uh, so you're talking about, like, gaming and stuff. Are you a big gamer? I'm not, actually. I'm no. not. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm not at all. Um, I know my roommate is, Bryce Brodzinski. Like, he, he's got two monitors. Um, <laughs> like, when I walk into his room, he's got, like, one monitor up for, like, a Fortnite uh, video. And then the other one, he's probably, like, playing, like, Madden Mobile on his iPad. Like, he's doing, like, three things at once. So he's an absolute fiend when it comes to that. But, um, you know, some guys – like our other guy, Sampo Ranta, I don't think he games at all. You know, he's on a game day. He's probably doing like some weird meditation stuff. But, <laughs> but I mean, it's working for him, obviously. He must be doing something right. Yeah, exactly. Whatever the routine is. Have you, uh, you guys said you get tested for COVID like every game day. Have you had COVID at all this year? I have. Yeah, I had it uh, this past summer. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I actually didn't know I had it. So I got the antibody test and I tested positive. And I was just wow. like really surprised. I was just like, okay, that's weird. <laughs> had no symptoms. Um, and then we've had like a lot of false positives with the uh, COVID testing. Cause like, I guess it's, it's just like a screening. So it's not very accurate. So if the screening shows that you may have COVID, you obviously have to get tested again. But yeah. I mean, otherwise we've been, you know, decently good with it. Um, I mean, this, this upcoming week, a uh, big reason why I could, do the podcast was because Penn State was canceled because Penn State had a huge outbreak. So this weekend is probably our first weekend where, you know, we've had games postponed. Yeah. Uh, you were talking about like how you take ice baths and stuff. Has that always been like a big thing? Because like I can never do that. It's way too cold. And stuff. <laughs> I mean, it, it does suck, but like for me, like it makes my legs feel great. So um, it's supposed to be great, like on a game day sort of thing. Um, you know, some guys will sauna, um, you know, some guys will just bag themselves on the ice. Um, you know, everyone's different. It's all about finding like what works for you and whatnot. What did you, uh, what was the reasoning behind choosing number 45 or did they just give it to you? No, no, that was my dad's football number. So I like, um, trying to think wherever I've gone, like 45 has been my number everywhere I go. Uh, Michigan, my first year, we couldn't pick numbers. So I had to go with uh, like a generic number one, but um, anywhere I can go, I try to pick number 45 just because that's uh, I think a unique number and obviously uh, a little bit of family history background to it. Yeah. Did you get to pick your number then for the hurricanes? No, 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 no. No, They just, I just shut up and take whatever (laughs) at that point yeah i'm a scrub when i go there so i just (laughs) you uh i know you used to play with like you used to play with mitch marner is that pretty how was that like i I played with like a lot of those guys like um mikey mcleod mitch marner dylan strom well actually all the strom brothers like you know ryan strom um and i i all grew i we grew up with together right so uh we all went to the same high school um not Mitch, but, you know, the Strom and McLeod brothers. So, um, you know, the Strom and McLeod family, like I can see the Strom family having three brothers in the NHL and then the McLeod family will probably have two, two brothers in the NHL. So um, it's pretty cool, you know, seeing those two families doing so well. But uh, to be honest with you, I think Mitch is on a totally different level. Like he's just, you know, obviously the Strom and McLeod 
boys are good, but I mean, Mitch is just on another level of just how dominant he is and just how well he sees the ice. And I don't think I've ever seen a, someone like him skate the way he does. He can absolutely fly. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. I know like, cause he, I think he's like third or fourth right now in the NHL for points. And it seems like, well, I don't know. Just like if you were able to, because you got to grow up with them, that'd be crazy. Even being on the same sheet of ice as them, like that'd just be nuts. If you if you like would have asked me like as a sixteen year old, like, hey, do you think he's gonna be in the NHL? I would have been a hundred percent, yeah. Like I would have I would have thrown a lot of money on it. Like that's how good he was when he was young. And the weird thing about him was like people were always like, oh, he's too small. Um, you know, he's like he's a good skater, like, but he, his shots too weak, and you know just every rank he's gone from, whether it's been minor hockey, you know, OHL, he's just, you know, shut people up just doing his thing. And like, he's, he's never been in a position where he hasn't been able to play his game. He's always been, you know, so dominant wherever he's been. Yeah. Uh, I know that you played uh, Don Mills with him and you guys had like an amazing team. Could you tell us about some of like the good memories you had with that program? Yeah. I mean, honestly, we just, it was like a team that was piled together at the last minute, kind of. So at the time, the three big teams were the Toronto Marlies and they had Strom, uh, they had Mitchell Stevens and then the junior Canadians, they had uh, Nikita Karoslev. Uh, I think he's in the American league right now, but he was disgusting for the junior Canadians. <laughs> and then the Mississauga rebels. I'm trying to think who the rebels had. They like, probably you guys won't recognize these names are like Christian Radic. He's with Long Island right now. Um, Patrick Fellows, he did Erie Otters, OHL. He played with McDavid. So, I mean, they, th- those three teams were like the perennial powerhouses of minor hockey, if you want to call them. And uh, to be quite honest, we literally, we had this one line with like Liam Dunda, Mitch Marner and Brendan Hancock. And, this line, I think, scored like 75% of our points. Like, oh, yeah. and Mitch was just, I mean, he was just stupid that year. Like some of the stuff he would do and, um, you know, he, he put that team on his back and probably the only reason why we were as half as good as we were that year. But, um, no, it was a, definitely a fun year to be, uh, you know, to say, I, hey, I played with Mitch Marner and, you know, here he is yeah. just like that great. <laughs> That's awesome. Did you uh, did you ever have the choice to go play for like the OHL or anything, or was it just was your main priority just college or what? Yeah, I mean, I like growing up like OHL was like a big deal. Like again, all my buddies played in that. You know, I, I grew up watching you know uh, my close friend Mikey McLeod, you know, playing in the OHL, um, and he was telling me like how cool it was, um, and it just got to the point for me where you know a education was like a huge part for me, and then b um, you know, I don't think I was like really mature enough to like make that jump. And, you know, here, I, here I am as a 23 year old and I'm just trying to take as long as I want, you know, you know, in college or anywhere just before I make that, you know, jump to the next step, just because, you know, bullies are late bloomers. Yeah. Uh, I know that you played in Penticton as well. Uh, could you tell us a little bit about your experience there and how like the skill level differs from uh, college hockey? Yeah, I mean, Penticton was awesome. Like that was that was a really really fun time in my life. Um, you know, I think almost everyone that plays on Penticton has a D one you know commitment. So 
I mean, if you want to go anywhere, you go to Penticton and, you know, the coach there, Fred Harbinson, he knows, he knows how to, you know, get his players hooked up with some good schools and whatnot. And on top of that, you know, we win. So, um, you know, obviously Sandy, I'm sure Sandy told you that, um, you know, our year was like a little bit of a tougher year, but, uh, you know, everyone got the opportunity to play division one and, um, you know, my roommate, well, I had two roommates, I had Kenny Johnson and then I had, uh, David, uh, Sile. So Kenny's at Penn state. He's a great guy. He'd be a good guy to get on the podcast just cause he's, you know, a colorful personality, a lot of stories. And then, you know, David's a little bit more relaxed and, uh, you know, he's just a ton of fun, uh, to be around. So I was pretty lucky with my situation there. And, um, you know, we locked up first place, uh, for the regular season and, uh, you know, being in BC is a lot of fun. Like it's, you go everywhere, like Victoria, you know, Powell River, like places you never heard of. And, um, you know, you have fun along the way. Yeah. So how does, uh, like the playoffs and stuff work for that? Is there like a tournament for that too? And no, like- it's, it's just regular, you know, best of seven. Um, okay. I think it's like four rounds and, you know, we just got, uh, we just got dominated by like a, the lower seed, uh, couch in that year. Um, you know, they just came and, you know, we were kind of like a little bit more of a run and gun team. You know, we didn't like to really be physical and, you know, they played us to a T. They, you know, trapped us. They had good goaltending and uh, they were very physical on us. And it just got to a point where, you know, the physicality standpoint just kind of beat us down to the point where we couldn't really, you know, play our game. So, again, to pre- that, that, that series bugs me a lot because we should have probably won. But, I mean, they did what they needed to do. <laughs> You still keep in touch with a lot of guys from your old hockey teams? Oh, yeah. Like, I still talk to Kenny, uh, Mason Snell. Those guys are on Penn State. David, who's on Clarkson. Uh, Connor Hutchinson, who I want to say, I think he may be decode from Vermont, and he's committed somewhere else. And then, you know, I'm trying to think who else was on that team. Obviously, Sandy. But yeah, all these guys are all over the place. So like we're we're pretty much like wherever I go, like I always like know some guy. Um, you know, whether we're going up to the UP or whether we're going, you know, to Arizona, like we're I always know someone and that's always pretty cool to, you know, see, you know, how big those Penticton uh, bloodlines are. Yeah. Well, I'm I think that pretty much wraps everything up with the uh, on ice question. Yeah, probably. Yeah, so then uh, we like to ask, like, kind of some first thing that come to mind questions, like off-ice stuff. Yeah. Uh, and Sam, do you want to start it off? I yeah, I got uh, cats or dogs? Dogs, 100%. All right. Uh, if you could live anywhere in the world, where would it be? Oh. Good shit, man. Hello? So, you me? Yeah, sorry about that. Oh, you're all good. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> Did we lose it? But no. All right. Yeah. No, we, we couldn't hear you though. So uh yeah, San Francisco. 100%. Oh, San Francisco. Okay. Have you been yeah. there? No, but um my parents used to go all the time. And uh, you know, I see all these pictures. So like I need to hit that this summer. And I've been to a lot of places, but I mean San Fran just looks like an absolute time. It's just so beautiful and at the Golden Gate Bridge, you always gotta, you know, say you've been there. So definitely yeah. stand for them. Are you? Uh, I was actually gonna ask because your dad played football. Are you a pretty big football fan? Like, do you watch the NFL or CFL? No, no. I mean, I, growing up, like my family was like football oriented. Like my dad, 
all my dad and his brothers, they went to Canadian University. And then my uncle played in the CFL for the Stampeders. Um, so, like, we were always, like, a football family growing up. And just to, like, again, like, me and my brother didn't really want to play. Like, we wanted to play hockey. So, we were, like, you know, kind of, like, weaving our way through, kind of asking our parents <laughs> to, you know, play. And um, they never really wanted to do it just as far as, like, the traveling and stuff. And in Canada, it's super expensive. Like, it's it's a little bit different for minor hockey just because there's no high school hockey. Um, and you know, it's again, like, it's just a little bit of like a different beast and minor hockey is, you know, obviously it's big in Minnesota, but like the parents and stuff, like they eat it up. And, um, I, I try like, there's this, there's this website called like network 54 or something. It's, it's pretty much called GTHL talk. And these parents like get on this like blog and they just shit on kids so you have like oh it's it's crazy it's crazy and they use like abbreviations for like names and stuff um so mitch would be all on that site so they go like eminem is like you know he's not not going anywhere and then they get like ruthless like they go after like the moms and the dad like eminem's like mom is like crazy and you know when i was growing up i like my dad was always like please don't go on it because they that's all they do is they just people and I'll never forget before a game I like went on there and I was just like I was like a little bit rattled because it's like the first time like I've ever seen like bad writing about me or like any teammates and I was just kind of shocked to the point where I just didn't think that existed so um, that's crazy oh it's yeah it's a a different beast there like uh people take it so seriously and to the point where parents want to blog about it but uh, I haven't been on it recently. Probably will never go back on it. <laughs> so I remember uh, when I played hockey, we uh, we were in some tournament. And we made it to like the championship game, and it was like a it was like a B tournament for here. And yeah. We were playing like one of the lower level teams from uh, I think they're from like Winnipeg, and we they blew us out like fifteen to two. Holy! And shit. I was like, this is a low level team. I was like, what the hell? Yeah, like every yeah, it's a it's a different beast. Like I. I honestly believe if the best Minnesota high school hockey team were to play the best like Metro Toronto hockey team of the same age, like the Toronto team would absolutely dominate. That's so crazy. Cause yeah, like hockey's yeah. so hu- huge here too. Oh yeah. Especially no, for high school. I, I mean, I've, I've been pretty much like everywhere, like Wisconsin, um, Michigan, and obviously Minnesota takes the cake, but I, I haven't seen something quite like Toronto as far as just like, how much like hockey consumes the lives of like parents, kids, and like even school. Like, you know, it's crazy. Like if, if you had a good night, um, your teacher will be like, Hey, like, you know, I saw online, you did like really good job and you're like 16 years old and like, you know, your sophomore year of high school. And it's just like, this is pretty, pretty nuts. Like that your teachers, you know, know about your success that you're having or like that you're like doing bad. So, you know, again, like all my teachers knew that like, Dylan Strong was like the man so yeah. growing up they were just like kind of like an awe that they had this like future NHLer in their class and um same with thing with Mikey like when Mikey went I think it was third overall in the draft you know that's that's all like the teachers kind of like gave him just kind of like all right we just want to you know get you get you through school because we don't want to mess with your hockey because they just knew like this kid was going to be a future NHLer and 
um, you know, it's obviously working out for them, but, you know, from a young age, I, I think both those boys and those families in general have had to deal with like a lot of pressure. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Oh, I was, um, I can't remember. Oh, I was going to say that the, you were talking about like how it's so huge there in Toronto. And I was going to say that the Toronto media is just brutal on the Leafs when they lose. And they're like, so perfect about them when they win. So I can see how that would be like. I think, I think the Toronto media, like, so I grew up when Toronto had like Matt Sundin, Darcy Tucker, McCabe, um, uh, Thomas Caberlet. And then in net, they had Andrew Raycroft. Um, and Raycroft was coming off his like Calder season with Boston and I've never seen media just get on top of a goalie so bad. They pretty much ruined his career. He got like, traded for Tuka Rask, too, and Rask yeah, went on so that, like unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, so that doesn't really help either. But, yeah. I mean, they just – like the Toronto Star, Every it's like Raycroft needs to go. So they get rid of Raycroft. So they bring in Vesitoskala, and they're like, Vesitoskala is the answer. And the media, again, destroys Vesitoskala. So who do we bring in next? Jonathan Bernier. What happens to Bernier? They ruin Bernier. And now you're kind of seeing the same thing with Anderson. I'm a huge fan of Anderson, but, yeah. um, you know, I think, again, the media is just absolutely ruining, you know, that guy's career. And I think he's probably doing the best out of all those goalies. But yeah, I love Freddie. Uh, I mean, I think he's unreal. And I think it's a very hard team to be on because they're just so offensive minded. But um, I think they're just like one big like defensive piece away from being like all world. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. If I were to look at their depth chart, like who do they have? They got Morgan Riley, Muzzin. TJ uh, Brody now too. Brody. Yeah. And then Paul's Justin Holes looked good. Hole. Yeah. He's been awesome. Paul's looked good, but I still think they need like a big name. on the back end. Yeah. Kind of like, Cause I, I, I like, I like Muzzin, but I don't think he's like a top three D you know what I mean? Yeah. That's just my honest opinion, but they need someone else, like a young guy. Like, you know, when I look at, like, Colorado, like, I love Makar. And then, like, who do you have for Makar? You have Gerard, Sam Gerard, And Gerard is just, you know, those guys are like a 1A, 1B scenario. And then you got Johnson there. So, you know, I think they're just one more piece away from being the Stanley Cup team that Toronto so desperately needs. Yeah. Are you a big Leafs fan then? I'm not. I, I'm actually a Red Wings fan. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> That's tough season then. <laughs> yeah. Tough, tough season. But so here's the thing. When I was growing up, they were like yeah. I'm yeah. insane. They were you know, they got Holmstrom, Lidstrom, Zetterberg, Datsuk, Cronwall. Cronwall. Yeah. Um, the list goes on. You know, I mean, eventually you're just thinking like, okay, this is gonna run out some at some point. And yeah, uh, you know, I, I, I think they're gonna get back on track, especially with like Steve Eiserman there. Yeah with, with Tampa. For so sure. Um, you know, I, I, I think they're doing decently for like the amount of talent that they have this year, but for you sure, can tell there is like a little bit of a drop off. <laughs> well, at least you're a loyal fan. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, with them. Red Wings oh, through and through. All right. Well, we got really sidetracked. Yeah, we got a little sidetracked. <laughs> yeah. Sam, you want to ask? Right, I, you know, I, can, I can talk about hockey all day long. <laughs> so that's like. Favorite yeah. flavor of ice cream? Uh, chocolate chip cookie dough. Okay. Uh, who's your favorite <clears throat> musical artist? Oh, that's fucking tough. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, that's a tough one. I'll go with uh, the baby right now. Baby. All right. <laughs> uh, biggest pet peeve? 
<laughs> probably the phone thing is a pet peeve for me. And then, uh, oh man, I got a lot. I'm like very hard to like live with. I'd say <laughs> I like be around sometimes. Um, like when things are like, I, I have OCD, like I like, like things clean. So like when I see like the apartment kind of messy, like that's a pet peeve or, um, when I like my biggest pet peeve, like on the ice is like when someone's like slacking off, you know, like I hate that. And then, uh, you know, shit obviously happens in front of my face and, you know, I got to take care of like a two on one, but you know, again, I'm, I'm very like uh, nitpicky with like a lot of stuff. Uh, that's just kind of how my genetic makeup is, but, um, yeah, I mean, I, that's just who I am. Definitely. Uh, oh yeah. What's your favorite restaurant? Oh, uh, Minnesota. There's this place called, Z- uh, Zillow's, but it's closed now. So I would oh. go melting pot. Melting pot is really good. It's like a fondue place and it's kind of cool. Oh, yeah. I think I've heard of that. Place. I think I've had that actually. Yeah. I swear. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, favorite kind of car. Ooh. Um, Ford F-150. Yeah. I love trucks. <laughs> They're awesome. Yeah. Do you have one right now? Uh, at home? Yeah. Like, uh, I do have one, but didn't, didn't bring it to school. Yeah. Do you have a car at school or no? No, no. Parking in Minneapolis is expensive as shit. So I can kind of see why it's a, it's a nightmare. It's awful. Yeah. Like apartment parking, I think for like our apartment would be like 150 a month. so yeah no thank you yeah i know a couple people that live at the marshall and they all just like they hate the parking i don't yeah yeah that's where that's where i live and like a couple of my buddies like they have cars here but they're like not using the parking and every night it's just a hassle just to get a spot so you can like put your head to the pillow knowing that you won't get towed or get a ticket you know what i mean and it's like cold as hell outside sometimes too it's like parking and then having to walk to the building and just be it's it's actually so well it's not so warm but we've had i'm looking up the weather right now because i'm not even kidding like i wore a t-shirt and jeans well that's like 40 yeah, it's like springtime right now. now i'm like yeah summer. i'm like holy yeah, shit it's four yeah it's 40 right now and i'm not even kidding like we had guys like show up in like shorts and a, like a jacket today to testing like thinking it's summertime just because we've been absolutely shafted with the weather yeah, because last week it was, I think it was, it was like negative 10, like five days in a row or more. It was just awful. It was bad. It was very bad. <laughs> well, yeah, that's like the whole issue with we wanted to like go skate outside. And then it's like, well, we're not skating when it's negative 20 and we can't skate when it's yeah, 40. We went skating yesterday and the ice was just mush. Like literally it was, we, sinking yeah, into the ice. We put our skates on, got on the ice and just cut right into it. We were like, yeah, we can't do this. <laughs> yeah. No. And like the worst part is like, it's like the the cold's fine if it's like a dry cold but like if it's like the wind chill oh then like, gosh, I'm, yeah, the I'm wind. totally out on that like i can't when the wind's like hitting your face and you're like wearing sweatpants and it feels like you're wearing like paper on your legs like <laughs> i can't do that is it worse in canada or here do you think i think here i think it's worse here Shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not good to you who's uh who would you say your like best friend is on the team right now on the team uh either mcmanus or sodiker okay yeah well i think that pretty much wraps up all the questions and that leads us right into our draft which uh, i know that i explained a little bit to you before but we're just gonna do sam will pick like a random number generator to see what uh draft pick 
everyone gets. And then uh, we're going to do a Canadian draft, the North division. So you're, you're just going to like establish uh, a whole lineup or not a whole lineup, like a whole line, a center wings, defense and a goalie. And then uh, we usually post it and then people vote to see who has the best team. All right. I'm looking up the North division right now. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll yeah. let you look it up once we, and then get the picks. you, you can choose if you want first, second or third pick. You got first choice. Are we doing a snake draft? Yeah. Yep, snake. Snake. I'll go third. I'll go third. Right. Brody. Who do you want? I'll, first or I'll take first. All right. I mean, either way, we already know who the top three guys are. I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody's going to get an amazing play and he's going, he's going to get back to back. So I think yeah. that's the best pick. Wait, did you say first? Yeah, I said oh, first. Okay. I I so. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Then I'll start us off. I I forget. Say, yeah, that's how you're looking at me. I'm like, my bad. All right. Well, I'm going with McDavid, first pick. Uh, okay. He's the All best right. player in the league, best player in the North. And he's going to be my starting setter. I'll take Matthews for my first pick. Uh, Marner. Marner. Okay. All right. Yeah. And then who's your second pick? I'm going to go with a wing. Martin is a right wing, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah, he yeah, is yeah. right. So I got a right wing. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, try. Right. Hold on. <laughs> He's right there. <laughs> Imagine this. It's wrong. I should pick dry sidle, but I'm going to go. I'm going to go Quinn Hughes. Okay. Yeah. I like that. I actually thought that was going to be a sleeper pick. But now I'm going to have to repick my D because <laughs> there's uh, not very many good defense in the North. I know there really isn't. <laughs> I that's, know. That's it's I a think. struggle. Um, well, yeah, now dry sidles out of the picture. You can't. I don't want, it. yeah, because I don't want to put him at wing. Yeah. I'll put Brock Besser at right wing. Damn. Okay. I like that. Um. All right. Snipe uh, show. For my second pick, I'm going to go with, we'll go with Johnny Goudreau. <laughs> That's that's okay. I'm taking and I'm taking Connor Hollebuck because there's a goalie that are yeah, yeah okay all right, all right I don't right, think right. there's that many uh good goalies and and I think he's arguably the best in the NHL so I'm yeah all right I'll take um ah this is so tough I'll I'll put Shea Weber I don't know if he's lefty or righty I'll check on that but I'll take Shea Weber I like that. He's kind of mine. I'm going to take dry sidle. Okay. I'm going to take dry sidle and then I'm going to take Markstrom. Yeah, I think that's a number two for sure for goalie. All right. And then I'll take, uh, I'll just take Muzzin, fill my other D spot. Let's see here. Uh, I am going to go with, let's see here. What position does he play? Cool. This is tough. Wait, so I have a left wing, center. Uh, you can just choose another. It doesn't necessarily have to be a, uh, another wing or another center. Okay. Well, I'm going to go with Jeff Petrie. He's been playing really good, good this pick. year. That is a good pick. And then <laughs> I was going to go with Ben Schrott because I got him in, in my uh, NHL franchise, but uh, I'll go Petrie. And then um, let's see here. I had my second pick. Uh, I'm going to go with. Let's see here. It's so tough because there's I feel like there you could pick uh, a whole like first line of one team because they're so you good. You pick Patterson. 
I know, but he's center. Whatever. Fuck it. I'll do it. Patterson. All right. And then, holy shit, did I just forget who I was going to take? Oh, Josh Anderson. I'll put him at my other wing. Okay. Um, I'm going to go Matthew Kachuk for my left wing. Oh, that's a good one. I didn't even think A little grit. So I got Kachuk, Marner, Dreisaitl, Hughes, (laughs) and I need another D. I'm going to go Morgan Riley. Okay. Okay. Yeah, like and then that. I'll take Freddie for my goalie. Freddie, okay. I need a right wing. Or wait, no, I need a defense, uh, which there is not that many. Who was? Did you choose? Uh, did you choose Petrie? Yeah, I cho- chose Petrie. Uh, I'm gonna go with Darnell Nurse. Okay, oh, he's been solid. But yeah, <laughs> that's it. Then I think that's everyone's team, right? We, yeah, we and then we can do our throw in the chat my team. All right. <laughs> Yeah, uh, make Marner, it easy for me. Uh, I have Marner, to go back. Um, it's Marner, Kachuk, uh, Markstrom, right? Oh yeah, Dreisaitl, and then Markstrom, Markstrom, Morgan Riley. I don't think. I mean, I think he's gonna win for sure, unless uh, people see McDavid. Yeah, you picked a like, pretty good team. Yeah. <laughs> I think those yeah, really I dude, I think Marner's so good. I like whenever someone talks about like the Marner versus Matthews debate, I'm like, you can't. I'm so biased. I think that well, because Toronto has those like big contracts, and I know everyone argues like I'd rather. I know some people say like I'd rather have Nylander on six mil than Marner on like eleven or whatever he makes. I'd mm-hmm. honestly probably take Marner, and I'm like a big knee. I have a Nylander jersey. The thing, the thing about the Marner thing is, like, he's a winger. So, like, centers, you, like, want a center more than a winger. So, like, it's tough to, like, pay a winger 11 mil. But, I mean, yeah. he is just disgusting. It's like the way he sees the ice is crazy, too. Like, his yeah. vision is insane. I don't know. Yeah. That's crazy because I feel like he didn't really have that much, like, talk or hype at the start, at least. I know he was drafted super early, but not as much as Matthews. And yeah. I feel like he's like establishing that. Plus, Matthews even... like started with four goals in his first oh, yeah. game, so it's like yeah. added exactly. all the more hype. Yeah, no. But you're probably the hardest because like I think Petrie and Weber are like really really good, but I don't know how much offense you're gonna get from them. Yeah, like no, for sure. I, I, I played with Hughes in Michigan, and oh, that's he's right. like he's like disgusting, but like like he's like you can see he's getting picked apart, not picked apart, but like. He's having see, like time. him defending is like a little bit more difficult um, than it is for like some guys, but he was a no, monster at Michigan oh, too. I think he's going to be so. I think he's going to win three Norris trophies. I think that's a hot take, but I think he's going to win three <laughs> Norris trophies. Him and Kale McCarr are both like because I remember they were both up for uh, the Rookie of the Year last year, and I think McCarr ended up winning it. I think. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I was, like, big on Quinn Hughes winning it, though. Like, I was huge on that. Now, I think McCarr watching him this year has been crazy, too, but. Oh, McCarr's stupid good right now. Yeah, I know. His skating is, like, his skating ability is nuts. Like, he just tears people. Like, if you come up to him on the blue line, it's just he'll go around you. It's. Insane. I guess he's, like, a monster off the – like, I don't, again, I don't know know him, but I what I've heard is, like, he's just, like, absolutely built like a tank. Like he, Really? He's <laughs> like hard to – I know, like, uh, but I guess that's what uh, – my buddy played on Massachusetts Ferraro, who's on sh- the Sharks right now. And he was just saying, like, Makara is just, like, an absolute shit brick house. Absolutely <laughs> built. So, That's crazy. Yeah. Well, no, that brings back your argument of, like, if Hughes had 
uh, another D paired with him on his line that was more like a defensive defenseman. Yeah. Then, like, I feel like it would work way better, and we wouldn't see him getting like. Who is his apart. pairing? Is it, is yeah, it I'm gonna look Myers? that up right now. Either Tyler Myers or is it Nate Schmidt? Has Schmidt been playing? Schmidt's oh. super offensive defenseman. So if it's him, that's that's a tough look. Well, yeah, they got Schmidt and Hughes, and then Tyler Myers, and uh... I just can't think of who they pair him with usually. Quinn Hughes must be on their power play though, right? Oh my yeah. gosh! Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Well, yeah, they went to. Uh, I, I can't know. believe they lost last night. Oh my either. gosh! He's not paired with Jordy Ben, is he? I don't think so. No, I think, but Jordy Ben's been looking pretty solid I this like year, Jordy actually. Ben. Like I for him, him. Yeah, I think the Ben brothers are just absolute. We James Sobolski, the announcer for NHL, when we had him on, he said that uh, Jamie Ben was like. I don't know about now, but he said he got to like talk to him a lot when he was in the world juniors. And he said he was just like the most shy person you'd ever see. Like, really? Yeah. Which was like, I don't know. He seems like such a tough ass, like just like a scary dude. So yeah. that was like super surprising to us. He looks like a mean dude. Like he's, <laughs> he's a skill guy that tapes his stick and like with like the three stripes. In the yes. middle, and then he has like no visor. Like he is a mean look. That's like, and he's got the big beard going too. That's exactly yeah, what the we no said. visor always adds a little uh, scariness to him. Yeah. You're not even allowed to do that now, like entering the league either. So it's like no. grandfather. I, I like that. Cause I think it just makes you look like, I don't know. You're a goon or I something. like it. I think it's funny. No, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. No, I mean, does Thornton wear no visor? I'm trying to. Yeah. No, he doesn't. He doesn't wear one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, like he's he another doesn't. guy. That, he's another guy that just looks like really not mean. one of my, Well, he's huge, but I could yeah. also see him being like a really nice guy, though. Too, yeah, I feel like he is. Wouldn't want to mess with him. Yeah, he's fucking huge. But he's yeah. having a year though. Like he probably oh, definitely, especially yeah. for how old he is. He's had a couple goals taken off the board too. I think he's like day to day. He's not playing tonight, I don't think. But he, yeah, what's been going on with he him? He had like a rib cage injury, and now he's got some lower body injury that's like unrelated to his ribs. I don't know. I'm gonna look at Joe Thornton's stats right now. Well, yeah, it's crazy because we were talking about. uh we weren't really agreeing as much of him being on that first line. Yeah, I thought it was going to be like a test run that just like crashed and burned. But it's it, been working out. Yeah, you know? I mean, he's had nine games played, nine points. But yeah. you got you, who's he on a line with? Matthews and who? Marner. Marner. Matt, oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah, I know that's a disgusting line. <laughs> Dude, you gotta think Thornton just has the easiest job ever. Like he's just, yeah, yeah, definitely. The only problem I was I didn't think he'd be able to keep up with him, but it's like. I don't. I don't even know if he necessarily has to. Like, yeah, he like just give like. I think he's just so smart that he just knows where yeah. to go. Right? And he's but, such he's such a good passer too. Like, if yeah. he can find them open, they're probably gonna score. So yeah. passing down that leadership piece too. Well, that's pretty yeah. nice. Yeah. No, I like, think I think him and Spets have been doing a really good job. Like, yeah. Oh my gosh. And they have Spets Simmons up. too, but he's yeah. he's out right Holy now. Holy shit. Oh, I'm so glad they added Simmons because he's a Toronto guy and he's like a little bit like like a little bit more gritty. And that's oh yeah, for sure. Piece, right. We I, just, I really that. wish they just add one more piece on the back end. Because like their I don't problem is that they just don't have the money because of the big contracts that they gave out. But I mean, yeah. those are players that should be paid. As I'd say, well, I don't know. I, Tavares has been slacking lately. He hasn't been having the greatest start to the season. But Matthews and Marner like are both insane. Yeah. Like I'm just trying to think. Like and everyone's like right now saying like, oh, we should get rid of Freddie. And, you I don't know, think that. yeah, get rid of Freddie and then open more cap space for a D. 
I'm just like thinking, I'm like, okay, you can do that, but who's like, who's your guy then? Like, yeah, yeah. and they have like Jack Campbell, but it's not like I don't think he's like a bona fide starter. Like, he's a great no. backup, but I wouldn't say he could be like a great starter for them. Yeah, and then they are they going to keep Hutchinson they, too? Yeah, but they do have that Joe, Joe Wool guy. Yeah, who was on Boston College, and he was really good, but. I mean, he's got he's got to get. I'm I'm gonna look up Joe Wool now. He but he's really he's been there because uh, Freddie's been hurt the past couple games, and Jack Campbell's been hurt for like a month. So their like starter has been Hutchinson, and backup has been Wool for the past like three games. It hasn't two games. Been looking too good, but well, they lost the three nothing last game, but I, I don't know. They've had a lot of yeah, injuries. a lot of injuries and stuff, and yeah, yeah, that's what they say right now is up with Toronto, but I don't know. He's 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 just always been good. Like since he was like sixteen, he was always the guy that was gonna make the NHL. Was there like for your like age group? Was there like one player that you would like always think of as like the best and would always hear about? Um. Well, I guess Marner's a year older than me, so I won't stay like. Um, for like my age group, actually, I had Sean Day. I don't know if you guys know that name. I I don't. Um, so Sean. So Sean, growing up, this Sean Day, who's like supposed to be like next next generation, like all world, and like everyone's like this guy's in the NHL, um, had exceptional status in the OHL. Mm-hmm. Um, That's super and then, rare too. Yeah, and he just he just kind of like never. He's like in the American League right now. I think I, I'm gonna look it up, but he's a guy that just kind of got buried and kind of hasn't really found his way but I, I mean I wouldn't bet against him yet but uh he was always the guy that was supposed to be really good um Mikey McLeod Jacob Chikrin Jacob Chikrin was a 98 and he everyone always knew he was going to be legit and then yeah I, I don't really know a lot of guys oh Jordan Cairo oh yeah Cairo, yeah, yeah. But I mean, he flew under the radar too. Like he 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 played on like a middle of the pack team, and he was always really good. But um, who's he with? Just, pardon me. Who's he with? Do you know? St. Louis right now. He's oh yeah, there. that's right, that's right. Yeah, and he's doing really well. So yeah, yeah. He's okay. another he's another great guy. He's a phenomenal dude. So <laughs> yeah. Uh, who's your uh, early Stanley Cup prediction? Then you think Toronto's got what it takes this year? No, I, I, I don't think I don't think it's their year. I don't think it's going to be anyone in the North Division, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, I mean, Tampa's look too good not to have. Like Boston looks good too. Yeah, Boston. Um, sure. yeah. I think it would be really cool to see Tampa go back to back. That would be insane. And I and I honestly think they're going to do it. Yeah, okay. especially because yeah, we'll they'll that. get Kucherov back when they get to the playoffs too. Will they? Yeah, he's up for the season until playoffs. Oh, I thought it was like full. No, I think he's back for playoffs. Like, what about Stamkos? Is he? He's back, right? Yeah, yeah. He's, he's healthy. He's been doing good. If he can stay healthy, then I think the sky's the limit for that team. Oh yeah, they gosh. won it pretty much without him last year. So yeah, and they're gonna be doing the same thing with Kucherov, probably. Yeah, he'll slip right in there and score some goals. And yeah, Stamkos then... took like two shifts and scored a goal in the cup, and then never yeah. Again. Oh my gosh, yeah, I know. That's I think because Florida's really, really up there right now. Oh yeah, I know. that's my too. prediction. That's what I've been that's saying. Who you think's but... gonna win the cup? I've been saying that. I yeah, you just like them. A lot. I mean, I, I'm a little biased because I like them a lot, but. 
Them and Vegas are my teams. I, oh, I, yeah. You know what? Never mind. I, I think I'm going with Vegas. I think Vegas is the team this year. Um, but they just need to figure out their goal. Like, Flurry's playing Unreal right now, but as soon as Leonard yeah. Yeah, Leonard gets uh, healthy, it'll be interesting to see what they do. But Vegas is so good. I know. Just, yeah. oh, I, I was think Colorado is super good, too. They just they, – I don't think Grubauer is like – I don't know if he's like a Stanley Cup goalie for them. For I, think I think he's just such a band-aid. Like, he always gets hurt at the wrong time, so. Yeah, and they don't – do they have, like, a very good backup? Or what's his name? Francis. Yeah, Francis. They, well, because last year they both got hurt, and then Hutchinson had to play for them against the Stars. Hutchinson coming in everywhere. <laughs> yeah, you want to you talk about, like, an absolute warrior. Hutchinson's all over the place. Yeah, that's insane. <laughs> he's like, well, uh, I don't think I'm going to get an opportunity. Well, you're going to get it <laughs> everywhere he goes. I was so surprised when they lost to the Stars, too. I, I, as soon as it was Stars-Colorado, I was like, Colorado's taking it. Like, no questions asked. That was what we thought, sure, too, because yeah. one of our buddies is a Stars fan, too, and he's always like, injuries, like, are just a BS excuse. Like, we would have beat them anyway. No, and it's like, he's I don't know, dude. Colorado's pretty damn good. Like They are such a better McKinnon team. McKinnon is so much faster, in my opinion. And it would have been a way better Stanley Cup. It would have been awesome, I, I think. I, I think McKinnon's, like, going to be – like a Crosby like in 10 years yeah. when it's all said and done I think you're gonna like look back on his career and you're gonna be like that this guy was like on the same level as Crosby but they're like really good friends too I'm pretty sure they like yeah they're like them. they're like both Halifax no Nova Scotia right Nova Scotia, yeah. Scotia boys mm-hmm. and they like train together um but yeah he's just so good gosh that line of like what is it land the, the power play is like land McKinnon Branton Probably McCarr and then Gerard. McCarr and Gerard, like that is stupid. Yeah, I know. It's insane how many teams have like such a solid first line and stuff. It's just like if you're able to get that depth, then that's what's going to take you to the next level with defense and stuff. Yeah, Yeah. like that's why, I mean, again, another hot take, but I really like Ottawa's young guys right now. Like love Brady Kachuk. I play with Josh Norris. I think he's really, really good. He's a game winner. Game winner. Yeah. In the yeah. Shootout. Like awesome. he, oh, how about that was a sick play. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Did you watch the end of the game? No, I didn't. Oh my gosh. It was crazy. They, uh, the Canadians scored with 2.7 seconds to win the game. And oh, then, yeah, the goalie and then they called, uh, a challenge or they challenged Ottawa challenged it. And, uh, uh, they looked and it was goalie interference, like eight seconds before the goal even happened. Super controversial call, but uh, yeah, and then it went into a shootout and they won. So Canadians fans were pissed. That's two in a row they dropped versus the Sens too. Yeah, I know. Senators love. Well, we've to been play saying that. We've been saying that we don't think the Canadians are the real deal. Yeah, that was our thought. Like even from the beginning of the season, when they had that like run, we both said like, I don't, we don't think it's gonna last. Yeah. What's like? There's something going on. Um, they just fired the yeah, coach. Yeah, they fired Claude Julien. Yeah. But they had like cap. Oh, Victor Mete. He was another kid that played in Toronto, uh, and he's really good. He's. I think he's gonna get traded, unfortunately, because he's been out of the lineup. I'm like trying to figure out what's going on, but Mete. They want to get rid of Mete because of like cap problems, and he. I. I don't know. Like him and ba- I don't know. There's something going on where there's like a calf issue. I'm gonna look that up. And like, oh, was it like him and Paul Byron or something? Yes, him and Paul Byron. Yes. Byron's been all right too. He's been putting the puck in the net. I like that Cock and Yemi kid. 
Yeah, they have a lot it's of good. Knicks I, I think Suzuki's better. I, I like the. Suzuki no, I do too. One. Suzuki's like a little Patrice Bergeron. Oh my gosh, yeah. Suzuki's been crazy. And I think Josh Anderson was like the pickup of the year. Yeah, he I looks. Think he was the pickup of the year. I'm a Maple Leafs fan, and when we play him, he just like attacks Muzzin. Like yeah. he attacks our whole team. He just flies around the ice. No, oh, yeah, I like. And how about Tavoli yeah. with uh, what is he yeah. second in goals or something yeah. this year? Like what the? I mean, I know it's all against the Canucks. I'm not like huge on Tavoli, but he's still really good. Yeah, I think they have the best. Well, actually, I shouldn't say that, but I love their GM because Bergevin. Yeah, because he makes these like cool like little moves, and he's got like, flow going yeah, too. He's got yeah, some nice hair. sick hair. <laughs> I'll never forget. He, I was like watching TV of the draft, and he wore like a pink. It was like a salmon suit. And it's just like such a French thing to do. And he just looks yeah. so good doing it. But yeah, no, I think he's got it going on. And then they're going to have Caulfield soon too. So I know. Yeah, that's like, right. Yeah, I forget yeah, he's forget coming up from Wisconsin. That. Yeah. But, we but, never, we never asked, what was it like for you on like draft day? How was that whole process? It was cool. I mean, it was cool. I, again, like all my buddies, <laughs> all my buddies were taken before me. So it was like kind of funny, like, you know, seeing them get drafted, like, um, you know, Mikey got drafted, um, it was like 15, 16 and, you know, all, everyone was like in his booth. Like we were in his booth. Cause like, we're like, man, no one's going first. And we were just going crazy. Cause we're like all wearing suits. It's like all his high school buddies. And it was just so cool to like, you know, see him like get up on stage and then him like going through like the media gauntlet. And then oh, I'm trying to think of other Chikorin went obviously. I don't I don't know him, but I played against him. Uh Chikorin. Giovanni Smith, I played with on the Red Wings. Um and then yeah, like there was like a goal. It was like Carter Hart went, Fitzpatrick went, Joe Wool went, um, Dylan Wells went. Um, so yeah, and was just got to I, I was thinking I got really lucky getting snagged pretty quick, but it was really cool. Like you go through like the media gauntlet and then you meet like everyone and then you go up to like the press box area and it's so funny. You know, they, they talk to you, they're like, blah, blah, we really like you. And then they hand you like the development camp, uh, like fitness tests. And they're like, get ready though. It's going to be, <laughs> and, uh, I, I always thought like I was in shape and I've, I've never been so embarrassed before in my life going to like my first development camp and, um I was just like I thought I thought I trained hard and then when I got there I was just like holy shit like I need to like pick it up and so like I've like I've always been like very very like on top of my fitness ever since that because I, I honestly I, I got embarrassed like we did we were doing like uh like a beep testing and I just remember like Alex Nadelkovich and uh what's his name Flurry Aiden Flurry yep just just crushing me in that test and i was like well that's kind of a kick in the teeth but i needed it so yeah. did you get to like meet svechnikov or any of those guys were they around yeah there? i did yeah he's like the he, he's he's a different guy like he's <laughs> the fact that he's a 2000 is just actually like so depressing i forgot he's about only that. a year older than us that's insane yeah how Holy. crazy is that He's, a 2000. He's like one of my favorite players. I know it's He's weird like, too because right. we're getting to that age now. We're both 19, so we're getting to that age where it's like, especially in like the NBA, I guess, like you see players that it's like, 
I am older than them and they are yeah. a grown man dunking a basketball. So. <laughs> exactly. He, like, he's like a physical specimen. Like he's just built like a bull. And then he's also like the nicest guy ever. So like me, so me and my buddy were drafted to Carolina, Luke Martin. And we got there a day early because we always road trip out to Carolina. And Shveknikov, or I, I'm butchering his last name, but he – he got there a day early too because he went straight from the draft straight to development camp. And it was the three of us on the ice and we're like taking shots. Um, and I mean, he's picking me apart. Like he's a fucking 18 year old and he's shooting like he's like a 54 score in the NHL. Yeah. And he's just like the nicest kid ever. And, you know, we're like messing around and then we get off the ice and he's like so rushed and he goes, Ice good, y'all. Yeah? <laughs> but he's just like the most like innocent guy ever. He's the hardest working guy. And like I I you know, I only met him through like that one uh development camp, but um like he is just like such a good human being. And I'm just you know, it's pretty cool like when you see like someone do well and it's even cooler when you see someone that like is just a good down to earth person doing well. So Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. All right, well, we'll probably get to our game here then. Yeah. 60-second trivia. You want to explain it to him a little bit? Yeah, we pretty much – so Brody will do like a timer of 60 seconds, and we just ask you random questions. Some are hockey-based, some are just random. Um, And then at the end, we kind of – every guest we have, we tally up the score, and we make like a little standings thing to see who has the highest score and stuff. Sounds good. Sounds good. All right, right. I'll count it down. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. All right, three – Two, one, go. What colors are on the Canadian flag? Oh, red and white. True or false, if Wayne Gretzky never scored a single goal, he would still be the all-time NHL point leader. True. What is Phineas and Ferb's sister's name? Candace. How many shutouts do you have this year? Five. Name the ice cream that is name the ice cream flavor that is chocolate with marshmallows. Skip. I don't know. What city do the Carolina Hurricanes play in? Raleigh. Who leads the Gophers in points right now? (laughs) Sammy Walker. (laughs) What famous landmark is located in Paris, France? Eiffel Tower. Who painted the Mona Lisa? Uh, Da Vinci. What animal is the Hurricanes mascot? Skip. Who is Luke Skywalker's father? Darth Vader. How many fouls does it take to foul out of an NBA game? Five. In the recent Joker movie, who plays the Joker? Joaquin Phoenix. Time's up. All right, wow. and then we have a we have a <laughs> wait, 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 who, lead, who leads the Gophers in points? Um, I'm pretty. <laughs> we haven't checked it. We can check right now. But uh, <laughs> wait, how many how many fouls how many fouls in a basketball game it's is five. it five? Okay, yeah, cool. That is, you got it. Hold on, I'm, I, I need to look. That's so bad. I don't know. Gophers, hockey. It's six, isn't it? No, it's five. Didn't they switch it to six? Oh, shit. I don't know. We'll check. Maybe it's, it is six. I don't know. Six. I thought it was five. Fuck, we need to come up with that. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> well, I need to. You're kind of expecting, like. <laughs> You almost got through all the questions. Oh my I was fuck. Yeah, if you there. get the bonus, I, I don't think there's any chance of anyone beating you. Because how many – do you know how many questions that was? Oh, my gosh. I think it's Sampo Ranta. Fuck. <laughs> Sampo. 
Wait, is it Reedy though? No, if he gets the bonus, I think he's in first for sure. San- no, Sampo. It was Sampo. Fuck, I knew it was Sampo. Was Walker close? He was number three. It okay. was Sampo, Benny Myers, and Sammy. Yeah, All right, and then the bonus question, which is worth two points, is who's going to win the game tomorrow between Bemidji State and Mankato? Mankato. Okay. All right. Well, awesome. I think that pretty much wraps everything up. And, uh, oh, yeah, we're going to ask you, could you by chance, we've been trying to ask our guests afterwards, like give us a little intro for our podcast and be like, I'm Jack LaFontaine and you're listening to the Bet Bros podcast or something. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Uh, All right. Uh, three, two, one here. Hi, I'm Jack LaFontaine with the University of Minnesota Gophers, and you're listening to the Bet Bros, Bet Bros podcast. Awesome. All right, awesome. Thanks, man. Yeah, thank uh, you so thanks, much. Thanks Jack. for coming on. Maybe we'll get you on again sometime. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you very much, guys. Appreciate it. Yeah, see yeah, you, buddy. Have a good one.